This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about boring people on Tinder, a relationship that I put together, and we talk about cheesy pickup lines and how to use them. Go check it out, share with friends, fantastic episode. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam Bjork Lazar here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I say it every episode. I say it every minute of the day. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for getting involved. Thank you for enjoying this podcast. And thank you for sending me your Snapchats and your Instagram messages and your Facebook messages and your tweets. Um, All of those really feather my nuts every time you let me know where you're listening, how you're listening, and with whom you're listening. I really do enjoy it, and the only way to keep this going is to keep spreading that word. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anybody. Anybody can listen to this podcast. I tell you all the time, all the people that I hear from, I can't believe near and far, all over the globe, all colors of the rainbow, Everybody, and and I said it a couple weeks ago, but I, I got to re-mention it. The, the service men and women that I hear from, that, like, oh my God, it's like little fairies just dancing all over my nuts. I You know, it's just really cool in the barracks and shit on fucking helicopters. It's just wild how... And then, you know, then I'm going to, you know, I'll be, it's weird because I'll be on a Snapchat and it'll be you in the helicopter. It'll be some guy that's uh, riding a helicopter. Then the next one will be a guy on his fraternity couch, you know, half awake looking like shit. And it's like both of those get me going. Both of those boil my beans. Both of those flambe my flabongo. Uh, The flambe the flabongo. Flambe my flabongo. Both of them. They equally get at me. So... It is very cool, and um, you know this podcast has had such an. I, I you know I hear from a lot of people. They're like you know really you know you're part of my day, which I you know I enjoy. But you guys have like impacted my life, which is pretty cool for me. I don't know if you got. I mean, right now I'm about to do some shows on what they call the road. Okay, mm-hmm. and this podcast, people see how many people listen and the reaction to it. And that helps me to get booked at a lot of these places. But that's half the battle. Um, and I, I've talked about the rookie card, having someone's rookie card. we got a new guest today that's never been on the show, so I'm very excited to introduce her to the, the audience. But I talk about that rookie card all the time. I am nobody. So you guys are involved 
at the beginning of what hopefully is a long and fruitful career. Um, but you guys are holding on to that card, which is very cool, I think, um, because I there's comics that I'm meeting now that I remember listening to them when I was 20, 22, whatever. And I now I'm meeting them and I'm like, holy shit, that's Jim Norton. I just saw him last night and I was like, this is a guy that I listen to every day on ONA and, ONA, and I was on Anthony Cumia's show. And that's a guy I listen to every day and talk about with my friends. So the fact that you guys are having a similar experience with this podcast means a lot. But the job is is twofold. I, you tell a friend, listen, enjoy, laugh at this stupid crap that we talk about. And the second one is coming to a show. Because I've been working hard at night, every night, trying to up my game so that you guys come to a show and you bring a bunch of friends and they'll look at you and be like, you fucking did it, pal. We just fucking laughed for an hour and had a great time. And thank you. Introducing us to a new person that we can get stuff from, you know, articles and podcasts and tweets from. So I am in part of that is a show coming up that I need. I need people to come out to. And I promise it will be a great time. We'll have a blast. We'll do some shots and we'll party. If you live in Long Island. Um, I'm going to the Jewiest place first. That's it. That's, um, I'm going uh, to the Long Island. I'm going to the Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, Long Island. Okay, that's Governor's Comedy at the Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. The date is March 29th at 8 p.m. So that's a Wednesday night, 8 p.m. show. Um, and I have the link in the SoundCloud page description. So you can find it there. I'll also have it on my Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. The link will be everywhere. You'll probably get annoyed with me. Give me a shot here. I need some people to come to the show. So it's March 29th at 8 at the Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. Uh, If you're wondering where it is, uh, remember that thing, Google? Remember that? That we use all the time? What's with people? I sold someone. I was like, yeah, I'm at this place at this time. They're like, well, where is it? Are you alive in 2017? Right, just say it out loud and somebody will be like, oh, I have the directions right here. Yeah, the yeah. Google. Yeah. Have we forgot we have God in our pocket? <laughs> right. Crazy. So March 29th, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Bring friends. I, I can promise you if one of your friends has a bad time, then we have to get that person out of the group. <laughs> because you like this, which means they should like this, which means they will like this. So we're going to be talking about farts. And dating and all the shit you like about this podcast, it's a live version of it. So I can promise a good time. March 29th, 8 p.m., Brokers Long Island. I need you. I need you to tickle my nuts live. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded funny. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, New to the podcast, Carrie got caught it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I tripped so hard. I know. Carrie caught it. Yep. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Carrie is super funny. She's fantastic. You should all go follow her. She's on Twitter at Overfab. And you got a podcast. I do have a podcast. It's called Call You In every Friday at 1230 at keithinthegirl.com. So it's called Call You In. And listen, this is out on Friday. You can add this. And I say it all the time with people that have podcasts. Add it to your portfolio. J Train Friday. Carrie caught it on Friday. Yep. Call, call you, you in. in. Now explain, if you can give us the one minute pitch to the listeners, what is Call You In? Call You In is where I sound off on all of the people, places, and things that have pissed me off throughout the week. Um, Love it. It's like I'm calling them into the principal's office for a chat. 
Oh, so I'm I I am sounding off. On I it. <laughs> I love a hate sesh. Yes. Is there anything better than a hate it sesh? Bring, it brings me joy. Right. <laughs> Isn't the best thing in the world when you meet someone and you're like five minutes into meeting and you look at them in the eye and like you know when you first have a moment with somebody and you're like hey I'm Jan and you're like hey I'm Carrie and I'm like and then at some point one of us is just like. How about that guy? How much does he fucking say? <laughs> and then we both just agree right away and talk shit. That's the most That's, bonding experience ever. It's pretty honest. It's, what, it's, if you could give a preview, what are we calling in this week? Um, I'm definitely going to call in the people that are upset that Beyonce did not win a Grammy because she was calling racism. First of all, she lost to Adele. um, And Adele was like, what does Beyonce have to do to win an album? How about write your fucking songs, bitch? How about that? So I'm calling people in. Oh, yeah. Like, she didn't write no songs. (laughs) Look at Carrie isn't fucking around. You're calling in the the beehive. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't like nobody. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I agree with you. She doesn't write her songs. Adele wrote her songs, right? Yeah. And also, the, the, the Beyonce stuff is getting out of control. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, I, I had a buddy who was at a concert, and he, he went with this girl. And the girl, the whole time, the whole concert, they went to the Beyonce concert. And they're, the whole time she's going, Beyonce is my spirit animal. Beyonce is my spirit animal. Beyonce, no, she I isn't, I bitch. I don't know how people could feel that strongly about her because no one knows who she is. Like, I don't know her personality. Yeah. I don't know her thoughts. The bitch hasn't spoken in five years. Like, she literally hasn't given an interview. So I don't it, know how people could feel connected to her. She's not, it's not her music because she's not writing her own songs. So, yeah. like, how is it her? That's like, a, I think she's a great performer. I like looking at her, but, like, let's not get crazy. We live in the fawn generation. Yeah. All we do is fawn over people. You either fucking love someone or you fucking hate somebody. Yeah. You can't just be like, Beyonce's yeah. good. You can't say that or you hate them. Right. This girl at the concert, she kept being like, Beyonce's my spirit animal. Beyonce's my spirit animal. My buddy was getting so annoyed. And I said to him, I was like, if Beyonce was her spirit animal, you'd fucking know. You would. You would fucking. It would, no, she wouldn't have to say it. Yeah. If, if, if like I kept imagining like a gay dude walking down the aisle of the of the concert like with a huge cape on and dancing like crazy. I'm like, yeah, that guy's got a little Beyonce in him. Yep. You don't have to say if you say something, you're just announcing it to let people know without having to do that thing. Yep. It's crazy. The Beyonce people are bothering me. I'm with you. And Adele, listen, I have that album. <laughs> I listen to it. Once a week, at least. I Miss You is a great song. I don't have any of their albums. I'm going to be honest. I Miss You can take you to another place. Yeah. Okay, that song. <laughs> I love Adele, though. I, no, I'm talking about Adele. Adele. Yeah, I love that, her. I love her. I love her. I don't like when she goes up to get her award and she gives the fake, like, I can't believe it. No, bitch, you believe it. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. I literally didn't even watch the clip because I'm just like, I don't even, like, I don't give a shit. People, Who, people are upset. Like I think Adele said something about her black friends, and they're like, "Why she had to? Why she had to single out the black friends?" And it's like, if she, ah, people just want to be outraged. People want to be outraged. People want to sound. Uh, I well, because outrage sm- sounds smarter. Yeah. If you're outraged and dramatic about stuff, it means you know something that we all don't. If you're just like, I don't care, then you don't know shit. When you could actually know shit, when you just don't care. Yeah. People who are informed usually are just more we don't mad. Give a shit. Yeah. Ugh. Can I tell you something I like sure. about Adele? She says the word Jonathan, Jonathan. Which Jonathan? Jo- yeah. Jonathan. I want to thank my manager, Jonathan. It's very uh, British. And so thank happy. you with an thank, F. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. What does Beyonce Chris, have to do? Chris DeStefano does a funny bit about that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Carrie, I'm so pumped to have you here. This is great. All of you got to get involved with our podcast. Call you in. It's every Friday. You can actually listen live on KeithLindagirl.com at 1230 every Friday. So listen, if you're listening to this podcast, 
Put it away for a second. Go to Carrie's. Go check her out. At Overfab on Twitter. I've seen her on stage. She's fantastic. You got to follow her. You got to get involved. Let's get the emails. You ready? Let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I, I like this one because this seems to be an issue. Boring ass Tinder chicks. Are you single, Carrie? Newly single. Newly single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm what out hap- here. What happened, Dish? <laughs> oh, no. We were great. Yeah. But he, he I didn't want to be uh, best friends forever. Like, I didn't want to be. Explain that. Um, best friends, right? This is an interesting way to describe it. He's a like the love of my life. Okay. We get along perfectly. We have the best time together. The best. So, why not break up? Uh, we <laughs> broke up because. Listen, it happens. I didn't think this sounds cliche, but I don't give a shit. Whatever. No, I got no. things to do. And, I'm calling you in. Um, I'm about to be 30. Yeah. And it's this thing where we spent four years together and I don't have another four years to give you, sir. I don't have another four years to, to still be your maybe girlfriend and we be monogamous. Oh. Like, I don't have time for that. So wait, like, I'm popping. So uh, Act like it. I'm sorry. Are you that. listening? Are you, I mean, are you listening? Mother- no, I'm I mean, I, I'm, I'm at half chub right now just <laughs> just hearing that. You know, I'm worth it. <laughs> no, but I, I don't I like. So you, you were you waiting for like him to get more serious? Is that what you're saying? No, no, we were really serious, but he was trying to act casual about it. Like we were living together, we were in a monogamous relationship, and um, but he 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 would have a problem calling me his girlfriend, which is really? stupid. It's like, what are we doing here? What? So why, if you're living together, how could he have a problem? You think it was like an ego thing? I don't know what it is. He's damaged. And I always told myself I would not date somebody that does not have a good relationship with their mother. And oh. he he has no relationship with his mother. Like, he probably spit on her grave. Oh, my so, God. So, like, he doesn't give a shit. So, he doesn't have a problem cutting people off. He's very cold in that way. Oh. So, so he, did you move out? He had to get his shit and go. Look at you. I was like, when you getting your stuff? Are you Beyonce? Is Beyonce no, your Beyonce's spirit animal? No, Beyonce's trying to be me. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. She's trying to challenge me, honey. Oh, that's, are you back on the apps and everything? <laughs> I just got on the apps, which wasn't really around because we've been together for years. So this Tinder a, thing is crazy. It's a whole new world. Are you on, so you're on Tinder? I am on Tinder. So this guy writes, what's up, J-Train? Found your podcast around a month ago. Haven't stopped listening since. I've even told my boys in college and some of my Coast Guard buddies in Wisconsin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Consider your nuts properly feathered and your beans properly boiled. What coast <laughs> are they guarding in Wisconsin? Uh... The lakes? Yeah. I guess you could guard a lake, right? Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for your service. Those Mounties coming in. I got a lot of... Let me thank the Canadians, too. We got a lot of people in Toronto. I think I'm going to come to Toronto. I've been getting a lot of snaps from Torontonians. Um, There are these two chicks I matched on Tinder recently, a week ago, roughly, that text back immediately, but have no substantial conversation. How do I maintain the conversation without sounding like a goober. Also, my best friend, 869, and I had sex after grading trash. Uh, let's <laughs> let's start with one question and then the other. He, he, he boned his best friend and he... Uh, uh, so what do you think? What's the, what's the type of conversation you want to have on Tinder? Well, one, I, I'm not a texter, so I'm not really trying to have a long conversation on Tinder. If you yeah. look good and we have... Like, I want you to be like, let's meet up. That's mm. just me. You want to get to, well, it sounds like with your boyfriend, you want to get to the plan. Yeah. It sounds like your ex. So it's like, have a plan. Get me to where you want to go out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to pen pal. I don't want to yeah. fucking be texting you all day, every day. How's your day? I don't want to do that every day with yes. you. Um, and on Tinder, I realized, because I'm bisexual, right? Okay. So I put my Tinder on both just you to see what's happening. You keep getting hotter. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm just I'm fucking so, with you. <laughs> so on Tinder, I noticed that. Girls, first of all, 
the girls, they don't speak. They just don't speak. Like they yeah. just, they just. So you know exactly what he's. I talking know about. exactly what he's talking yeah. about. It's frustrating as hell. And actually, being on Tinder, I was like, oh, I feel for guys a little bit because. All of the girls in their profile is like, don't say hi. Don't do this. It's like, bitch, why are you on here with a list of don'ts? Yeah, what come here, open-minded. Yeah, be open-minded. Well, I think what you're saying is correct. I think there's something, you you don't want to be a pen pal, but you don't want to, also. you also want to vet. So yeah, it's got to be, there's a, there's a happy medium to all this. And it, it, like all of this advice, it's a little more gray. There's no definite answer. The, here's what I will tell you. With Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever it is, I've been on these apps. Oh, what's Hinge? You'd like Hinge, I think. Would I? I don't know. Hinge is good. It's a little more personal. I'm you have not into the friend. people that I find on these things. I haven't been there long enough, I guess. Well, but. here's what I'm saying okay. is that we live in a time that we're very lucky. We're sitting we, in our pockets on our phones is the most hopping, happening bar in the country. And it's in your pocket at all times of day. And there's always people drinking. This bar is never empty. So we have the luxury of having multiple options, which is also a curse. You know, our, I was saying about this, it was Valentine's Day the other day. And all these people, I saw one girl post, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw one girl posted a picture of her grandparents. And it was like this long fucking, <laughs> look at me, I'm getting, I'm hateful of the grandparent <laughs> post. Are they but still I, in love? Yeah. Fuck them, die well, already. This is what I'm saying though. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Die already. No, I Well, they I'm, probably didn't do shit for Valentine's Day. Well, here's what I'm saying. The grandpapa, Poppy, had the e- it's harder than it is to it's easier than it's ever been to find somebody, but it's harder than it's ever been to keep somebody. So for grandpapa, for Pop Pop, you know, fifty years ago, there were four viable options. <laughs> you know, it was a game of musical chairs. If you didn't sit you were fucked, okay? So all these people that are like, these people have been together for 50 years and they've gone through love and everything. No, Poppy's dick doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and They're sleeping like, in separate beds. Yeah. They, so like, you know, back in the, you know, the 50s, him and, him and Nani could get together because there were four chicks. He was like, I don't want the cross-eyed bitch. I'm going to go with the, you know, the hottest one in my town. And then the only thing he could masturbate to was his imagination. What a time to live in. Of course you're going to sack up with whoever it is. It's But today, the, the toughest part is there's so many options, but that you, it's tough to like land on one to be like, I'm going to commit to this because you're always wondering, you know, what else is there out there? So you want to be totally sure you're making a face. I don't know. Um... I don't I don't fully disagree. I think that I think it's harder to communicate. I think we yeah. don't know how to speak to one another. The problem is that's what he said on Tinder. People don't know how to have a conversation. You don't know how many people will just answer a question and forget that they're supposed to ask you totally. one back to keep it going. Carrie, and what I'm saying, and I totally agree with you, but that's the thing. We're speaking to more shitty people than we've ever spoken to in our entire lives. We are speaking with the worst trash of people. More than our grandparents had to. So we have to sift through the hay to get to the needle in the haystack. Right. But I also feel like you know who's shitty easier and quicker. Like Nowadays. It's a, nowadays. That's what I'm nowadays. saying. Nowadays. So, so to this so guy. So it shouldn't be that hard. If a bitch is popping, you should know by line three. This is what I'm saying. So for this guy, don't be afraid. Yeah. To be like, did you answer with a yes and no question? Fuck it. Let's keep swiping. Time to keep moving through the hay. Because this ain't the needle. Yeah. That, that, so, so my point of the, this whole long thing about grandpapa is, is is to say, move the fuck on, and and really, honestly, don't get attached to a picture. 
You can't because what happens is you start creating this this false reality in your mind. Oh, she's hot. I know her yeah. friends. We have mutual friends. You do all the stalking, but all that stalking, and then you come back and you're like, she still only says hey. Yeah, she's not that into you, and that's the thing. You this, gotta it's move not on. that hard. And don't be afraid. This is what I'm saying. You have the most hopping bar in your pocket. There's other fucking fish to fry. So keep moving. Move and on. because I, you know, I started talking to this girl on Tinder. Or it was Bumble, and I, we're talking, it's not good. And then all of a sudden, this other girl came in hot. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're having a great conversation, back and forth, ping-ponging. I'm like, we're, and, and that's when I want to make the date. That's when I'm saying, okay, time to make this happen. Let's not be pen pals. And right. it, the only reason, I think the pen pal thing happens when two people are still swiping while they're texting. So what they're doing is they're swipe, 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 and just answering because they're like, I got nothing better to do. I got nothing else going. Right. This guy also writes, also my best friend in 869. So we have a rating system here in the podcast. Okay. Girls or guys can use it. Whoever you'd like, you can start using it. It's called the area code method. Okay. Face, body, personality. Face, body, personality. So like a 212 would be awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 212 for those outside of New York City. That's a New York City area, mm-hmm. uh, area code. So 869, eight face, six uh, body, nine, nine personality. personality. Okay. So we get it? Yep. I had sex after get uh, my best friend, 869, and I had sex after getting trashed at our local bars. When we woke up, she said she didn't regret sleeping with me, just the timing. Drunk, and she is currently talking to one of my friends. I don't want to fuck this up, and if possible, go around for more. Any pointers? That's a tough one. That's, I mean, what do you think? So she's currently dating one of his friends. She's talking to one of his friends, but also their best friends, and they hooked up drunk. And he's wondering, how does he make, and then she regretted the timing. What does it mean when a girl says she regrets the timing? Um, it means that maybe if she wasn't talking to someone else, she might have entertained him. Yeah. That you've been here all this time, mm. and then you wait until I'm dating your friend to decide that you yeah. like me or you want to do something. It's very, it's very uh, animalistic because it's like you oh, smell someone else yeah, on her. You smell some. Oh, you see your buddy eating some wild game, and you're like, I want to hunt. Yeah. That game. I also think because she's his friend, he should be careful. Um. If it's just about the sex, don't do it. It's not yeah. worth it. But that, if you feel like this could be your next real girlfriend, mm-hmm. then maybe try. But also, if she felt that way, then the dude that she's dating wouldn't matter. Yeah. Because if she was having feelings for your best friend, for her best friend, she would be like, oh, this is everything. Fuck homeboy. Yeah, Me yeah, and John yeah. is about to make it happen. I, I think that's the timing thing she's talking about. I think when she says timing, she wants to say, I wish we had come together in a way that was you being like... Milady, mm-hmm. please take my hand at sunset and be my woman. Like the timing thing for her is like, hey, we're best friends. We got everything on the table. We've wanted this to happen, and then it happens when we're drunk, and you have the, you know, you can you have this out in the contract that's like we're drunk. You know, right. she wanted the more regal hookup opportunity, which was him being on one knee, being like, "Will you let me put <laughs> thy erection?" <laughs> In thy vaginas. How is is thy both you and mine? How is, what is is mine? Thine? You're thine, she's thou. Thou, let me put thy bona in in thou thou 
Enclave. Enclave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think with him, you're right, though. He has to make the decision. If you're going to go with a friend, you have to yeah. clear out. You have to clear out all that other trash. The Tinder's got to go. You know, he's asking about Tinder while at the same time he fucked his best friend. Right. And he wants to know how he can make it happen. Dude, you got to clear this trash. He just wants somebody. That's what it is. He's like, who's it going to be? Yeah. And sometimes a best friend can be a mirage. Oh, tell me about it. Right? I'm telling you. I mean, you just came out of this Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I was tempted, but I'm like, nah, best friend is not going to go down. A best friend can be a best friend and you can be like, you can be lonely and be like, well, I got everything with this person. Right. What about this dick? Yep. You know, you're like, that's just the natural next step. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's like, it's better to just masturbate and then be like, oh, that was a bad idea. Yep. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. What do you got to say? I was going to say my rule of thumb is that if whenever you're tempted by like a best friend, if 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 you really had something with the best friend, then it wouldn't have mattered who you were with. You know, like you can't break up with somebody and then be single and be like, "Ooh, this best friend." Like if you were with somebody and your best friend was really for you, you'd be cheating on your man with your best friend and y'all would be making a plan. So that's the thing because I've done that too. <laughs> I was like, "Peace out, boyfriend." Well, that's the thing with a best friend is that you can have. You, you know, I had somebody talk about well. We always want to like give excuses. I think the next question is going to have to do with this, but like about there, there's this whole idea of like, well, the timing didn't work. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're all busy until we don't want to be busy. We're That's all true. timing. Timing is an excuse for I think I can do better. Yep. It's always that excuse. Or I got better shit to do. Yeah. That, that was like the dude we got. I don't know what episode where he was like, I met this girl. She's a nine, nine, nine. I love her, but I'm I'm leaving town. I don't know if I want to do a long time. Yeah. It's like she's a she's perfect. You're saying you're just, not sure. Just date her. And, and sometimes. Also, sometimes it can be just that you're nervous about the extra work, and that's fine. That doesn't mean you don't like the person. That doesn't mean you shouldn't give it a try. This guy writes, playing hard to get. J-Train, long-time listener. Your podcast helps me through my Friday mornings when I'm either still drunk or too hungover to sleep. We've all been there. I have a question that I'm sure will help many listeners. Is this girl that I have a complicated past with, and long story short, she has a hard time committing. On the other hand, (laughs) I'm someone... Who knows what I want when I want it? <laughs> That's a very manly thing to write. I know what I want. <laughs> I know what I want when I want it. And I'm not afraid of commitment. That's what he it writes. It also sounds like he beats bitches. <laughs> I want my food hot yeah. and I want my meal on the table. <laughs> all right. It so. does sound like he has a club in his hand yeah. at all times. I know what I want. When I want it, and I'm not afraid of commitment. (laughs) All of her friends tell me to play hard to get and to not be overbearing, but it's hard for me to do. So my question is this. How can I play hard to get or should I say fuck it and just be me? Also, why do girls want guys to play hard to get? Makes no sense. As always, thanks for the wisdom. Shoutouts to Manstam. Thanks, man. Uh, What do you think? Um, I think that no one wants a guy to play hard to get. That's not the guy's role. Yeah. No woman said no woman ever. What it sounds like, and I'm going to be honest with you, was it Jetro? What's his name? Jethro. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Jimbo. Clubber Lang. We'll call him, we'll call him Clubber Lang. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. It just sounds like you're doing too much. It sounds yeah. like you're intense. And the fact that you said all of her friends, it's like, how many of her friends are you speaking to about her? And yeah. you know they're talking about you. Yeah. So when when her friends are telling you, play hard to get, do less. That's mm. the message from her being like, yo, he's on me. And yeah. he, like, I'm not into him. 
here's I'm sorry. The, here's a rule. Uh, here's a rule. I'll give it. Don't be sorry. We're here to. We're here to. No, help. I'm sorry for him. We say we. Sorry, all this advice is loving advice. We only want the best for the listeners. Okay. And what I will say to this guy is, here's a new rule. I just came up with it just now. <laughs> I come up with new rules all the time. New rules every day. I'm listen. All life is all about seeing what you're doing wrong and let's make a new. Let's make a change. Be better tomorrow than we were yesterday. I always do this with my brother when I I tell him a joke. And then he'll, we, when we lived together, my brother and I, I would tell him like a joke idea that I had and he'd be like, no, that's stupid. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we write to edit. Right. Okay. Everyone has a first draft and this seems to be a first draft for this guy because I think he made a crucial mistake. If you're going to talk to a girl's friend to let her know that you like the girl or you're going to let, put a, if you're going to send, I'll call it the carrier pigeon. When you're going to go to a girl's friend and carrier pigeon her, try to get information to your girl that you're trying to get with or try to get information from this friend. You can only go to one friend and it has to be minimal. That carrier pigeon only has one flight. Okay? So a lot of times, and I've done this, I've been this guy. I'll go to the friend, I'll be like, hey, what does so-and-so think of me? You can only do that once. Mm -hmm. You do that more than once, that pigeon's going to get tired. Yep. That pigeon's going to be like, yo, fuck this flying bullshit. That guy sucks. The pigeon's going to shit on you. Yes. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> yes. He's right? crazy. Am I right? Has, have guys done this to you where it's like, it's just too much information back and forth? And it's like, I got my own life. I'm trying to fuck too. <laughs> Do you know? So like, and I've done this. I've done what this guy does because you go to one friend, you get the answer you don't want. So you go to the next friend, they give you the answer they don't want. Then you go to the next friend and she's a little bit nicer than everyone else. And she kind of gives you the answer you want. Then those four, the girl you like with her three friends get together and they're like, Jared won't shut the fuck up about you. He's getting annoying. Yep. That's the story. I'm telling you what's happening. And I'm sure he's leaving comments on the social media. Oh, and he's, he's leaving the faces and the likes in every post. And he's texting the friends whenever the girl looks in his general direction. Yeah. So what? And, and what that becomes is them telling you, yo, play hard to get because they're like, just shut the fuck up and stop bothering me about this. Yes. So I understand where he's coming from, but you got, I think this is like a, a learning moment where it's like for the next time, if you want to go through the friends, you got one shot to put the word in. And if you don't get the answer you want, that's the answer you got. That's the honest answer. So for him, I can't, I, I for, and also on top of the advice, I'm going to say to you, be your fucking self, man. If you're being nice to her and saying things to her that you want, that you've wanted to say, you did the right thing. This just isn't the match. Right. Always be yourself. Always. I mean, for you to say, should I fuck it and just be me? Yeah. Always fuck it and just be me. Yeah. But also be you in a way that can be constructive, can take constructive criticism. Right. And in a respectful way. Like if it's clear that she's not into you, don't be like, fuck it. I'm going to be me because I know what I want, what I wanted. And it's you. <laughs> like you can't do that. Yeah. That's <laughs> the problem with the notebook. <laughs> you know you watch the notebook and you're like oh this guy was just persistent <laughs> i didn't even see the notebook because yeah. i was like nah y'all oh, bitches <laughs> sound goofy i can't even watch this oh, no, I built a, built I a whole house for her built a, a whole bunch house of shit. for yeah. her so and in the movie it's great because yes yeah, she wants him yeah they just got separated by circumstances that were beyond them i wrote you every day I <laughs> my one of my best friends and i we were in south carolina and we made a video because it was raining so hard one day, so we were at this lake, and we made a video of him doing that scene. I wrote you a letter every day for a year! And it's my buddy doing that scene. It's on my Instagram, at Jared Freed. It's, it's the best. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I, I, I just think playing hard to get is, is like one of those things people tell you 
when you've just been too much already. Yeah. Oh, you know what I will say, though? Maybe this is... Mm, I doubt that it's the case for him, but it might be the case but, for but, some people. Okay. Um, I always just like a dude to just be cool. Like, sometimes we want to fuck or we might be interested, but because you guys press the issue so much, it's mm. like, oh, now you corny, you're doing too much, just be cool. Oh, yeah. Just be cool. Like, you're not... So not... Don't play hard to get. Just stop being so pressed, like, breathing down my neck, like, puff the magic dragon. Just, yes. like, just back up for a second. Anytime you ask something of the significant other or whatever, your first... And you don't get the response you want, your first response is like, don't worry about it. Yeah, and it drives women crazy. Don't worry about it. Cool. Next time. Mm. And yeah, don't, I have half a chub now. Yeah, you just said there that. There we go. Now we got. And he's like, don't even worry about it. Chubs in the room. <laughs> I. But I'm, this is what I'm saying. You just say, don't worry about it. Cool. Let me know. Let me know. Yep. And that is. And then you back away. Mm-hmm. It should never. You're never in a situation with like sex or hookups or dating. It's never a sale opportunity. You're never sitting there being like, okay, we have one meeting. You know, when I used to sell life insurance, you'd, be, you'd set up a a time of the day to get together and you'd be like, this is our one time to get this sale and if we don't have it, we're going to be calling back every every two weeks and we're mm. never going to get the sale. That's not what dating is. It's not what a relationship is. You're there with your phone at every minute of the day. So if you say to her, hey, let's like let's say just even in the simplest forms, hey, you want to go out Tuesday? We're going get, to uh, get drinks. I'm free. Hey, she comes back with, I'm busy. I got this. No problem. Let me know when you're ready. And And then that doesn't mean that you have to give up. That means... Take another week. Hey, I got free this week. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm busy again. Okay, now you got two strikes. Let me know when you're ready. The third time, that's when you start to back away and say maybe that she's just giving me excuses so she doesn't have to end it. Yep. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Carrie Cottett. Guys, go follow her at Overfab on Twitter and Instagram too. Yep. What's Overfab stand for? It's short for Overly Fabulous. That's the best. <laughs> that is the best. Call You In is the podcast. She has it every Friday. You can listen live, 1230 on com. So you guys should all go check it out. Uh, let's keep going here. I like this one. Took a baby-sized shit in my girl's dorm. <laughs> okay. Okay. First, love the podcast. Love hearing about nuts, tits, shits in the morning. I've been kind of I've been kind of with this girl, nothing too serious, but not serious, but serious enough. I was over at her dorm and some of our mutual friends we had been eating out all weekend and drinking, so you know some nasty thing was cooking up inside of me. Mm-hmm. So he's at his her dorm with our mutual friends eating and drinking all weekend, nasty shit cooking up inside him. Okay. Uh that's a funny way to talk about a shit yeah. as if there's like a big fat chef in your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, some... he's got a baby bacon in the well, oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> I, got, I keep imagining like the dinner being ready and he, like the, the chef rings the dinner bell. Like, <laughs> we're ready down here. <laughs> I picture witches like making a brew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so after thinking about it enough, I decided to let it rip and kid you not, I dropped a football in that bathroom and stunk it up forever. She never <laughs> knew it was me, so should I own up and be proud of my creation or should I just ignore it and maybe it won't happen again? Thanks for everything. Keep up the funny shit and stay classy. It's just a shit. Be like, yo, you might not want to go in there for like yeah. an hour. It's totally fine. Well, he had the, uh, I think what he had on his side is that it was a big group and they're in the dorm. So it could have been anybody that shit in that toilet. Um, the way I play it, you walk out. If it take, I take a long time. I go in there and I do business. <laughs> You know, I, I sit, I have a proper sit, phone out, 
laptop. Laptop. <laughs> I'm like, you know, cutting fruit. You know, like I, I, I really make it my my workspace. Um, but I'm saying to him, when I do that, and I do have stomach issues myself. Like I, I, I get in, if I eat something weird, I've been on dates where I'm like, this has to happen now. <laughs> this is now's the time. And I got to make my move. And in that case, you come back, hat in hand, put it against your chest, and you just give one wide eye. <laughs> like I, I get my eyes real wide, and I just go, and I let out a big, I don't know if you can hear that, like the big like gust of wind. Like I just like exhaled, a th- like and just like, a lot of work. And that's it. It gets a laugh every time. And then you just move on. Don't talk about it. Don't describe it. But just the acknowledgement, especially if everyone in the room knows, then you might have somebody that's like, oh, it smells so bad. You know, let them be the person that's disgusting and talks about it. But you keep it to a wide-eyed <laughs> exhale. That's all you got to do. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, what was he going to do? Sit her down after it was already done? Like, don't bring it up after the fact. But if it happens the next time, because it might, because you're human and yeah. shits have to be had, just be, again, be cool. Be like, yo, just close the door. Be like, yeah, just get that a minute. You ever had a pro- And then move right along. You ever been on a date and had to, like, make that happen? You ever? Not on a date, but I've definitely gotten drunk and peed on someone's floor on, wait what yeah this is the guy this is how i know he's my soulmate see okay tell us cool. what happened he doesn't drink at all he doesn't drink and smoke i don't even know what we were doing together that long oh my god yeah how'd but you live? i was um he he was great because he just Ooh. facilitated he's like whatever i don't give a shit so i was drunk you were one dating night. a babysitter yeah essentially <laughs> <laughs> and we we got drunk and um i woke up the next morning and he was like you pissed on my floor last night and i was what? like <laughs> i was like no i didn't shut up he was like no i'm dead ass so you peed on my floor he's like look over the bed and i i was like first of all you didn't clean it up and he's oh like my. no look i left it right there for you so you could yeah. look at it so i leaned over and sure enough there was like a puddle you didn't on clean the floor it up? that's what right? you said no i'm just like why is it still there bro like what do you mean you left it there so i look over sure enough there's a puddle so i'm just like what i was like did you see me doing it he was like yeah you got out of the bed and I, I saw you pull down your pants and I'm oh like, Carrie, you're peeing. And you said, no, I'm not. And then you got up, you wiped your hands on the pillow and then you got back in the bed. No way. And you, he stayed with you? Yeah. That yeah. is like one of those moments when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's as if like there's a deer, like you just squatting, like looking right to left. Like I can't. I'm really awesome, and we had sex the night before. What are you doing? You don't get. You're not gonna not like. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I you're <laughs> laughing about it, which means you are awesome. Um, I've never peed. I got in college. I was peeing outside, and a cop caught, came up to me, and I got public urination. That was the one pee in public mm. type of thing. And the, the public urination, and he was like, the thing was, I was underage, so I had. I had he was like, "Have you been drinking?" And I had uh, only dick in hand. <laughs> so I was saved by my own penis. That worked out. J-Train. What's that? I don't know why people act so weird about just regular shit. It's like we're human beings. Like, <laughs> I get it. Maybe not on the first date. But if you're already dating her, it's just like, all right. Like, I had, like who cares? I do understand okay. why a man seeing... I've seen women pee in public. And that is a shocking thing to Why watch. is it so crazy? Because... For us, let me explain. A man peeing is a strong stream 
We know where it's going. We can write our name. <laughs> a woman peeing it looks like, you know when a forest fire is happening and the helicopter goes above and just lets out all the water? That's what a woman peeing, it just looks like a water balloon broke under them. There's no rhyme or reason. I, you know, doesn't that, and that's shocking to a guy because there's no like, no, that's, you know what's shocking? It's shocking to me that I could be giving you head and then all of a sudden it's a fucking geyser out of nowhere. That's shocking. But we get used to it. Like, that's weird. Wait, but all of a sudden you could just start peeing? No, oh, I mean like, uh, just, oh, just, come. yeah, when you guys come, that's weird. <laughs> oh. Like, you know, that's not a, it's, it's, but we Guys don't give you the warning. I always give the warning. Uh, I don't, yeah, I guess, but still you don't want to see it. You don't I don't do, I don't. what every guy should do when they're getting blown is there should be, we should have a a, a world knowing system that we're going to come. Because it's, in ba- it kind of sounds foolish when you're about to come and you do the, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Like it's, <laughs> it, just sounds, it, goes you from, it just goes from a sexy moment. There's no sexy way to be like, you're like, to tell them it's happening. You know, like to tell a girl, like, like it's like. Here she blows. Like I don't know. So what I do is I do a, I do a a gentle. Um, when I'm about to go, I do a gentle squeeze <laughs> on the arm. Two squeezes for it's coming. One for pre cut. <laughs> and you just hold on and for then, when it's happening. And then I hold on for when it's happening. <laughs> and I just let them know because that the the weirdest is when it's the first time you're getting blown from like a girl and you don't know what her strategy is is she going yeah, to the bathroom with the plan the, yeah like I, <laughs> like there's no the, the weirdest thing about a blowjob is there's no point before the blowjob you like so, like you can't be like the maitre d so will you be taking this in your mouth tonight <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I can't, like, would you prefer a yeah. little cup what can yeah, you do for yeah. uh, so tonight will you be yeah like will there be a sink uh, but it's uh, exploration girl, I think like, absolutely like, I always go don't come in my mouth and then I just go back to work. And then wherever you put it is your business. Oh, but- see, I like that about you. So a lot of girls, I don't... If So you're saying a girl who doesn't want it in her mouth would always say it. Hell yeah. I yeah. know where this is going. I always look up the two seconds when I feel like, don't come in my mouth. Oh, and then they a- back up and then you catch it in your hand. Catch it in your hand? What are you... Yeah, what are you, no, you I, don't, filter? No, I don't want it on my body. No, that's my... That's where I don't, I don't want I don't it on like, me. This is the thing. I don't like the catch it in the hand move. It's your shit. You catch oh, it. Oh, catch it in my hand. Yeah, I'm not going to catch it. I just mean like, like, just like you back up and you fucking... I don't know, but you're not So you back me. up and then you watch... I watch you play. deal with it, yeah. and then when you get your shit off your hand, then you can come back and finish me. I leave you with it. There is that, yeah. I there is that like, here she comes, and then like you have to like figure out where it's all gonna go. Yeah, no, just that's no. hilarious. Don't Do you run the red light? What's run the red light? I didn't think you did, but I'm gonna ask. Oh, if you have sex with a girl on her period, always. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. Why wouldn't a guy? Oh, guys don't. I know guys don't, but I don't understand the reasoning behind not. Don't you? Like, I don't understand what, like, listen, I, you know, you're going to, you're not going to gross me out. Like, that's just your body. Whatever. Yeah, but you didn't like women peeing. So it was like, no, why I'm would saying, you like I did not, the, not like it. I, it was well, found it shocking. I didn't like it. I think in health class and in high school, they should show you a video of a woman peeing so I can at least know what the fuck is going on, going to happen. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I, I think our health classes failed us. Growing I'm up, sure. because like there's so many things, and I'm like, 
Like girls have like seven doctors and they know all their names and then <laughs> and I don't know anything about the female body and like you know that I just think if we, if if there was a health teacher every health class should be just taught by a fucking porn star. Maybe. Cuz they go to the doctor the most. They porn do. they they get tested every fucking week. Um they're all they know the most about they know more about a body than they're like they're like pre-doctorate. Yeah, well they're explorers. You know, yeah. they spend a lot of time dealing with the body. You're right. Yeah, this on the, the job training. Yes, is what they call. If it. I become a porn star, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to give my name. I'm going to be called Christopher Columbus, the body explorer, <laughs> or raper. Like you don't raper, rapist, pillager. Rapist. You don't want to be. Oh, this. I'm sorry. When I hear Christopher Columbus, that, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> who, some sorry, things are happening to people they don't want to. I think. Don't. I, I, sorry, I think of like Magic School Bus version of Chris Columbus. I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't unlearn give that. Me, I'm woke. Give me. Give me an explorer I can use. Do we have any None explorers? Of them, they're no, all no, rapists. No, no murderers. Okay. You gotta be. Just. Just be the first one. Yeah, I'll be the first. J Train. J Train. The explorer. Mm-hmm. And then I would teach health class in my spare time. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do a lady email, right? Yeah. yeah we haven't done one yet. If I can find <laughs> I love one. that. Let's do one. Let's do one, right? <laughs> it's a quota. Let's let some broads in here. Huh? Yo, this is actually crazy. This is a follow up and shout out. And it's you get in the uh, you gave advice on an email about me. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Shalom, J Train. My name is Jamie. I'm a new listener to the podcast. I absolutely love it and find myself quoting your advice way more than is probably normal. I'm also a woman, so cue up the music. Ah, love it. Perfect. This is great. This is crazy. This is a chick email. <laughs> Wait, is there music for yeah. a chick email? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> to refresh, I'm emailing you because you recently found out that you gave advice on uh, on an email about me. Ooh. To refresh your memory, the guy messaged you in October around our first date. I'm a fraternity sweetheart, and I dated the president for a long time, so he was skeptical about getting, about getting involved. I'm not sure what he rated me, and I figure he brushed over that detail with good reason. But I attached photos so you can judge the numbers he chose at your own description. Well, I don't keep the emails. After I'm done with them, I'm done with them. But um, I just didn't want to hit you with an update. We're currently dating, and I credit a lot of your relationship, uh, uh, a lot of our relationship, to your advice. What? What? You're welcome, America. <laughs> And Toronto, apparently. Make America of... date again. There we go. <laughs> that's we the title. Add, I think that's, a, that's, that's the title of the episode. That might be a new hat. <laughs> he is the most thoughtful person I've ever been with and has picked up so many amazing boyfriend habits through listening to your podcast. He got me hooked on it, too, and we constantly debate about your Bachelor rankings. Oh, yeah. I, I, I live to The Bachelor, JTrain56, and I do a post-game show on Facebook, facebook.com slash jared.freed. Follow me there. I don't have any proof, but I also have an inkling that he occasionally sends you nude snap while while nude snaps while he's listening. Why would he send me? We have her. He is uh, his name is this. He it's toast preach a shout out and some light feathering from you. It would make him so happy and completely up my street street cred. His name. So I guess she wants the name out. Seamus. Thank you so much, Jamie. Oh, she's very cute. Oh wow, look at this, Seamus. Got a babus. Oh, she is cute. Oh, absolutely. Oh, she yeah. Like, she reminds me of Topanga. 
Yes. She has a Topanga ish look. The same eyes. I love Topanga. Let me see. Oh, Your my hand's God. blocking. Oh, sorry. Move. Oh, she's cute. She she's freckles cute. too. She is. This is great. This is maybe oh, the best my. email we ever this got. This is a great email. And this that's a like, high res JPEG she sent too. Oh, she sent the. <laughs> I can see her pores. Okay. Okay. Um, gum girl. I'm fe- I'm feather your nuts in my mind as I type this question. Class just recently started three weeks ago. This eight eight question mark girl. So he doesn't know the personality because they haven't met. Oh, this eight. is said. This is a different email. Different email. Okay. Okay. Sits behind me, and I wanted to give her my number in a clever way. I thought I would write my number on a stick of gum and give it to her. I got up in front of the class as I was the first one to walk out, made eye contact, handed her the gum. She texted me about three hours later saying I should have put my name on the gum, but I did. I said, look closely. It has my name. She never texted back, so I thought I would catch her after class, but the timing was never right. Should I let it go and tr- or, or try to talk to her? I don't know if it's already too late. Does she just suck? <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> I love that she just automatically sucks. Wait, so he wrote his number on, on a the, piece of gum, gum and he claims he did put the name and then she texts him, you didn't put your name. And then he texted, I did look at the gum. What an idiot. Just say your fucking name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. You can play too many games. Yeah, nobody had time for that. Like I, the, the gum, the gum was the one game I was going to play with your ass. All right, yes. fine. I right, bite. It was cute. I'll text you. But now you're not going to make me go and look for the piece of gum that I threw away. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Now she you're already to be threw cute. it away. Yeah, yeah. She, she took the number. She put it down. She missed the name. What do you? you know, what, what, why does she have to play by your fucking yeah. game at this point? All the we have to go the level two. Yeah. Why does she suck? She doesn't suck. Um, this guy needs to reassess his oh, whole thought man. process. Here's the thing: when you go with a like like as if you ever had a guy like slip you a number like this and like kind of like a, this is kind of a cheesy move, but it it's worked. never worked. Never me. worked. Yeah, I've never been like, oh, this guy, no. Yeah. So kudos to her or him for it working, but no, it, he blew it. Listen, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I do think um, what happened, if you're going to go out there on such a limb, you have to like give every every benefit of the doubt to anyone that went out on that limb with you. Right. You know what she did? Her texting you alone is like a thousand percent amazing. Right. You know, but the minute you were like not fun about it, is the minute she's like, if he won't be fun about this, what will he be fun about? Yeah, it's almost like he was a tease. Like, here's my number. Okay, what's your name? No. Like, well, he, I got time for that. It, it, well, <laughs> you know, this is, it leads me to another piece of advice. If you're going to be the chaser, be the fucking chaser. Don't be, don't chase someone and then ask to be chased. Yep. Because what you did is you said, here's my number. I think you're cute. I want to do so. I want to be hanging out with you. And then you were like, oh, well, look who's, look who doesn't, you know, doesn't know my name, idiot. And it's like, no, 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 dude. Mm-hmm. You wanted this to happen. Yep. You're the one that brought us here. That advice is very solid advice. I'm going to start listening to your podcast. Thank you. Um, Totes but preach. that goes for girls and guys, too, because I have friends now where we're being bold and we're like, you know what? I'm going to initiate. Yeah. But then after they initiate, they're like, I hope he doesn't think that I'm going to take the lead the whole time. Why the fuck wouldn't he think that? Yeah. Why wouldn't he think that? And and the relate every relate every good relationship I've ever been in has been both people taking the lead when they should. Yeah. So like, there's times where a guy should, if a girl's bold and asks you out and is like, "I want to meet you and hang out with you," that's fucking great. But you have to be okay with that maybe being all he's up for. Yep. But he and maybe being okay with maybe he's not the guy that you want to be with. But at a certain point, the guy could be like. All right, cool. You you asked me out, but I, you know, I'm gonna choose the place. That's when it's it's improv. Yeah. 
You know, it's not two people just taking, I'm the leader now, I'm the leader now. No, it's two people working together to do shit. Mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Carry code. Carry caught it. Carry caught it. I always it. fuck it up. It's okay. That's my fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault because I got to be famous enough where everybody knows my name. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> Carrie Cottett, all of you, go follow her supporter at Overfab. She's got a podcast that you should download right now. Go, It's on iTunes, right? No, it, it's they on... They only do it on their website? Yeah, for now. So KeithandTheGirl.com. Yeah. KeithandTheGirl.com. It's called Call You In. She calls in all you shitty people and fucking makes you own it. Yep. Right? Yep. Call you in every... Friday at 12.30 on KeithTheGirl.com. But go follow her on Twitter because you can follow her on all that information or Instagram at Overfab and get involved. We're going to come back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Carrie caught it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're fantastic. It was so much fun to have you. we got to have you back again. Um, go follow her at Overfab. Also, the Call You In podcast is on KeithandTheGirl.com every Friday at 12.30. Mansamp. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Um, let's do, Now, last week's hypotheticals, we had a great one that got a lot of response on the social medias. <laughs> okay? And it was the 20% shorter, 20% thinner option or 20 percent heavier right well this is a girl writing in okay. i'm a girl writing in on i'd rather date a girl 20 percent shorter than me or 20 percent thinner than me so that's the that's the hypothetical would you rather date someone who's 20 percent sh- isn't that what it was no is she saying she did the her opposite. own thing because she's a girl and she's yeah like, <laughs> we, we would do it my way <laughs> the question that we got was 20 percent would you rather date somebody twenty percent taller than you or twenty percent heavier than you? Got it. Yeah. So being five four, this guy would be about four one, and being one thirty, <laughs> I haven't weighed myself in years, but let's go with it. This guy would be hundred and four pounds. Right. I'd have to choose the guy who weighs twenty percent less than me. I don't mind really mind a less than five six foot guy, but four one is wild. <laughs> 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 the guy of a uh, the idea of a thin man is all right to me. He better be nice. I say the sentence the way an angry mother maybe would. <laughs> he better be nice. Uh, what do you think, Carrie? Because I want to get a female's perspective on this. Would you date a guy, you have one or the other, uh-huh. he's 20% heavier than you, uh-huh. or he's 20% taller than you? Those are my last two boyfriends. The guy that I just finished dating was 6'7", so he's oh, fucking wow. huge. Right. Yeah. I'm 5'6". So and the guy before that, he was like, he probably was like 275. He was like legit obese. Really? He was really like, like probably I should check on him to make sure he's still <laughs> kicking. Yeah. But you, I don't. You should see if he's gotten out of his couch. Yeah. And, like, What I was better for you? The tall guy. Mm. But I also am really in love with that tall guy. And he was really hot. So it was easier for us <laughs> hold to Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was I'm a- really in love with him, but he was really hot. So well, you were into the tall guy. No, no, I love them both because my friends call me a personality fucker. Like mm. if you if you are if you're dope, like I can work around you. You know what I mean? So the big guy, I loved him. He was yeah. cool, but I'm bisexual and we couldn't we couldn't fuck girls together. It was like you a hard because he's a hard sell. You uh. 300 pounds, bro. <laughs> like, come the fuck on. 
Who's gonna bite that bullet? Ah, oh, that's Literally. so funny. Sucking your dick was like biting a bullet. You had to go to so- like some like <laughs> like some fetish sites that are like girls into that type of guy. Yeah, it was too much. But the taller dude, the six seven, it was like, come on. So you did a lot of threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some threesomes. Yeah, you had some threesomes. A couple. Okay, what is uh, that experience like? For you enjoy it's that? The it's the best. It's the best. You just it's your eyes just zoned no, in it's the so best. hard. It's, it's the best. The best? Uh-huh. What's the best about it? I, I think the listeners would love to know. Um. Well, it's. I mean, your boy, your ex boyfriend's sitting there going. Yeah, oh it's no! The best. No, it really is the best. We're the best. It was a great. This is why. Like, what is his problem? You can't do this with everyone. Um, it was. Yeah. Just, why wouldn't he commit to this? I don't know. He's crazy. He's crazy. Like that. That was my ideal situation. A lot of my ex boyfriends were not okay with me being bisexual. It's like, I right, get it together. Why weren't they okay? Did they think that they, they were threatened? Would, you, threatened by the other girl? Yeah. I don't know. But isn't it like I would think with the bisexual thing that you you're getting something different out of both, right? Yeah. It's not. Is it a competition between the two ever for you? No. Mm. No. Like, would there ever be a point where you'd come back to your boyfriend and be like, well, like, and blow it in his face, be like, she made me come, you can't do it? Like, have you ever done that to Oh, them? no. Nah, never. Never? No, because I need, the, I want the, the both. They have two different things that they offer. And ultimately, this I'm going to so end up with a man because that's who I'm, like, emotionally attracted to, mm. but I'm physically attracted to women. Um, So it was dope with my boyfriend because it was, it was like, it was nice to, like, watch him get pleased and to me be pleased like i'm the side coach like yeah that's how yeah. he like it like so i didn't biggest, get jealous I've, I've had a couple instances but my biggest fear with a threesome is that i would like walk in i'd be like i just came <laughs> <laughs> like, like i would ruin the whole party is dependent a little bit and this is my you know my understanding of it and you can tell me if i'm please tell me if i'm wrong my whole understanding of like walking into a threesome where it's two girls is like okay we got one shot with this penis and it's over. So my fear would be to ruin, there's a lot of pressure that you would be like, okay, I squirt my gun. That's so cute. Let's all go to Arby's. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does it, does it make any sense to you? I guess, well, that's why that type of thing is not for everybody. Like every guy wants, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every guy. Your advice is just is, don't do it. It ain't for everybody. Like yeah. every guy wants to be like, yeah, I'll be great. And and every girl is like, oh yeah, I'm cool. And then you'll be crying in the corner when you, when you uh, watch your guy kiss. Like it's, it's literally not for everyone. Um, But sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I didn't even, I was just like, oh, you, I don't feel like having sex, but you guys can have a good time. I'll watch. Like sometimes it's really? not even necessarily about. I, sometimes he'll sit there and just watch too. It's so like, you're like, so they're hooking up. You're in the corner yeah. having a salami sandwich. I'd be smoking a blunt. Really? Mm-hmm. He doesn't smoke. It's my smoke break. There you go. <laughs> oh wow, this is no, but you, but you have the right. That's the thing. Like you have the right attitude for it. Yeah. Like obviously, you, you know? have to. Have I that. feel like I'd be okay with. <laughs> this is how Look man, at him. He's this pitching is how, his song. Uh, Jared Kent, but her, uh, <laughs> Madman Sam is it? Man Sam. Man Sam is doing yeah. what married guys do. It's like, I'd be cool with it. Like, you can't, you gotta oh, yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah. No, but I would be Dip okay with toe. her, like, hooking up with a girl. You know what yeah, I mean? If yeah, I was yeah. involved, obviously I'd want to be there, but, like, not with a guy, obviously. Yeah, it's not a threesome if it's two dicks. That's that's a train. It's a devil's that's threesome. A, that's the D train. That's something else. Let's do another po- uh, hypothetical. Um, I'm trying to look through here to see if I have... Oh, here's one. Would you rather have, ready, mm-hmm. severe anxiety or severe depression? 
Severe anxiety could include frequent anxiety attacks, insomnia, never not worrying. Severe depression would include a lack of motivation, difficulty with feeling emotions. This is a question I've considered because I've had horrendous anxiety, but I too feel it's better to live than living with depression. I feel too much, but at least I feel things. This is a very, this is a depthy one. Yeah. I, I mean, I would rather go. I've, I've, if I'm going to like skew more towards one in real life anyway, I'm, I can tend to, I can get depressed more than I get anxious. So, so you take depression? Yeah, I just take depression. I know what that's like. I take anxiety. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I think I've dealt with both at a certain point, but like depression fucking sucks. Like, yeah. you, I don't know what you can do to beat depression. It's just harder for anxiety. Like, I just smoke or I'll do something else, and like I feel like I can cope more with mm. being anxious. And yeah, being sad. I mean, those, these are both two things that are very difficult to deal with. So we don't want to lessen. We're not lessening oh, no, either no, no, of these problems uh, yeah. by saying we choose one or the other. <laughs> um, but I, I do think. Uh, I think depression, and we've all dealt with our own forms of depression. I think that's the harder one. I, th- I would rather anxiety, just because I feel like I could like come up with strategies. Yeah. Where depression hits you, and you're like, I guess I'm inside for the weekend. Yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm kind of like that. Like, and that's yeah. that is when I can get depressed. I like my alone time. Like, I need that. And uh, you know, if I get too much of it, maybe I get depressed. Which the antidote is to like go out and see people and like go do something. But there's so, also some. I feel like a bit of like it can be liberating to be depressed because you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm just whatever. I, nothing's gonna bother me because I already feel like shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but then you do things that are self-destructive, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. When I'm depressed, eating, I would be 800 pounds if I had yeah. severe depression. I was, it would affect all other parts of my life. Right. Uh, let's do one more hypothetical. You ready? Yeah. Something happier. Papa JT. <laughs> so let me, pref- uh, let me give some information before. Anthony DeVito, we all know him, mm-hmm. right? Great the inventor guy. of smell sticks. Yeah. Smell sticks. So this mm-hmm. is, his idea is that he wants to walk around with these Q-tips that have cologne on them. So whenever he farts, he can give these sticks to somebody and they can use the sticks to get away from the fart smell. Do we understand the product? Yes. Um, someone sent me on Snapchat that they already exist at like hem shops. Yeah. And I had no idea. And he was very disappointed by this. But this guy writes, would you rather invest 25000 into Jimmy Smith's smell sticks, which is Anthony's product, mm-hmm. for 49% of the company or have to offer a smell stick to at least one person around you every time you fart for the rest of your life. Obviously, if you're alone when you fart, you don't have to offer one to anyone. However, you don't make any money with the latter. But with the former, there's potential to make your money back. What do you do? What do you think? Do you invest in this stupid fucking product? Or, <laughs> or do you use give it? out the stupid fucking product anytime you fart? I'm giving out the product. Yeah, but if you get- I don't want to invest, I've seen Anthony's business skills, and I'm gonna go with yeah, because I watched Shark elsewhere. Tank at, yeah. for forty nine percent at twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that means you're evaluating. That's a million dollar valuation. It smells <laughs> sticks. It's not a million dollar company. Totally agree. <laughs> I also do believe that that is uh, um. It would well. It would make it a fifty thousand dollar company, right? Or fifty one. I don't know. I was like, I hope nobody calls me on this math. Like, fuck. I was. What, just... Someone will. So that's why I came to the rescue, which is fine. Listen, it's a lot of money to put into Anthony's right. harebrained scheme. <laughs> that is what it is. I would use the product as well, but I would maybe invest it for fifty one percent because I'd like to at least have a little control over it. Yeah, I feel like Anthony's I, the idea man. You know. Yeah, he is an idea man. I'm willing to. Okay. Ready? Yeah. 
Let's start. Let's do one more hypothetical. I like. Okay. Do, we, do you have a news item? I do, but it doesn't matter. Although I have had this one for like let's weeks. Do, so we uh, let's news. do the news item. I'll okay. save this for next time. So we talked about it a while ago. This guy got a uh, a penis like replacement. He got a bionic penis a Bi- while back. He was born without one. Oh, oh, he was born without a penis. Yeah, he had some kind of condition where I forget having to do with his bladder or whatever. He didn't okay, have, just didn't work out. So he got a bionic one. Now this other guy in England saw that story from a while ago, mm. got the same procedure done. The problem is... Was the second guy have a penis before, or is this... He's just like, I'm going in for a 2.0. Two. Yeah, he's going in for a better one. No, okay. same situation. He okay. didn't have like, did he get the same exact penis? Because I feel like penises should be like fingerprints. Yeah. Somebody else had my dick out there. I'll be real mad. <laughs> no, I think they have a very similar penis. Now. Well, also, like, I, I like, how many people are born without penises? I mean... What, Not a lot. Where That's, are the penises going? Yeah. What have we done to these people? Well, so, but, okay, so... Here's the situation, okay. though. So now he's got a bionic penis that has a small pump that gets ins- installed in his testicles. Yeah. Right? And it has to, it fills up with like this reusable fluid. Works the same way as a penis would. It's just so funny to me that like, the, the pump just be like, okay, let's have sex. <laughs> what is it? It's like a button in his yeah. balls that okay. you have to press. But it's got it. That's kind of cool. It's cool, yeah. but here's the problem. So it has to stay erect for two weeks when he first gets it. Two straight weeks. So he's got. That's, that's part it? of like the healing process. It's it, two yeah, weeks. It, it has to stay erect and the pump, whatever. For I whatever mean, reason. for this guy, it's a no brainer. <laughs> he's like, I yeah. mean, two weeks. Like, are okay. you gonna complain? You yeah. haven't had a hard dick your whole life. You yeah. gonna be mad at two weeks? I'd be calling right. in process. I, I'd have a line of women that I've paid. Be like, listen. This next two weeks are going to be exhausting for me, <laughs> but I'm, I would have literally like, I would just never stop. I call right. every chick that ever fronted on every me. Like, chick. oh, remember that time you didn't want to text yeah. me back? Remember when you didn't call me back off that stick of gum, bitch? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Get that robo penis working. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two weeks? Throughout, I mean. No, but he's, you know. You're going to do it. It's a major surgery, so he's going to be bedridden anyways. Right. Yeah. So like, he's got to have some sort. There's got, every surgery has a healing process. If you're getting cut open. You're gonna be in bed for a little bit anyway, so he's gonna be in bed. Yeah, it's I I, I see having this. a boner for fucking fourteen days though is no. rough. Oh, not for me. I don't think so. I'd find straight, I, oh, fourteen I'd fi- straight days. I'd find some work. You never got a new boner. toy, and you don't leave your house for two weeks because you're figuring out the bells and whistles. Yeah, but you can't do it. Toy? You can't do anything with it. You got to leave it alone. He can't touch it. No, for, for, no, he's got to let it heal up. Oh. That's what I'm saying. It's a two week. Like, yeah, yeah I get but it. For him, off, for but. for him, I, I'm sure he, you got to get to know that penis. He's just, <gasps> he, yeah, he's just like it, yeah. just sitting and staring at it, like he. Different yeah. angles yeah. and shit. Like, where am I going to take my first dick pic? Oh, how yeah. many dick pics would he send exactly. her in those two weeks? Right, like two million. Yeah, I'd have a party for it. I'd dress it up in a tuxedo. Put a hat on it. Yeah, a little top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invite people over. I could have come see it. <laughs> it does. It is one of those rare moments where I need to see this penis. Sure. Yeah. I need to see what a, a robo dick looks like. I'm not interested. Do I even want to see it? I don't know. Let me see if we can see it. Hold on. It's kind of like the woman who got her face taken off by the gorilla. Like I, uh, I wanted to see it. Are you looking it up? But I didn't want to see it at the same time. Like I, I, I don't. And I do feel awful that the woman got her face torn off by a gorilla. But like, she shouldn't have been living with that fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I can't. Yeah. That's a little. I don't her feel fault. awful. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's, her you fault. You put a wild animal in your house. Yeah, it wasn't a nice gorilla. It was doing gorilla shit. Um, that gorilla went gorilla. There's no picture of the guy's actual penis. <laughs> Thank so. goodness. <sighs> it's too bad. Well, Carrie, Carrie caught it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You were me. fantastic. This was great. 
Uh, we got to have you back. All of you guys should follow Carrie on Twitter, Instagram, at Overfab. Mm-hmm. Uh, call us in. Yeah, call you in. Call yeah. you in is uh-huh. the podcast on keithandthegirl.com Friday. Yeah. So that's today. If you're listening on a Friday, 1230, sign on right now. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. You can call in live, too. Oh, shit. To me oh, while you're fun. on the air. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. So all of you should get involved. That's a that's an easy sell for you guys. Again, uh, Mansamp, thank you for coming on. Of course, man. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the La- uh, Labs Network. Yeah, care? Because um, I'm sure people are going to want to know. I want to know my area code. It's good. Nine nine nine, nine, nine like nine, Herman Cain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nine nine nine. Oh, that's a deep cut. That's good. That is a deep cut. I like that. Thank you. I, I'm Jared Freed. Uh, listen up, guys. March 29th is that the date I gave? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be at Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. Need you out there. Need to see you. Want to see you. Want to make you laugh. So bring some friends. Get a crew together. If they never heard of me, they shouldn't have heard of me. So um, this is their chance to hear about me. So. Bring them out to the show. Um, and um, we're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. <laughs>